there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. You're going to make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. Welcome to my travel podcast, Life's a Beach. Every week I invite a special guest to take us on a journey together to their favourite holiday destinations and to reveal their top travel tips and tales. We wake up with her most mornings. She's a super broadcaster who's not afraid to bring the sass. Welcome on board, Nagamonchetti. This is the final boarding call for Nagamonchetti. 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 Welcome on board, Naga. Oh, it's lovely to be here. Thank you for the glass fizz. Oh, thanks for flying Alan Air. It's beautiful. It's great. Loads of leg room and a nice big comfy seat. Oh, put your seat back, love, and there'll be some complimentary nuts coming in a minute. Or pretzels now, because people have nut allergies. We've got to be right on. Oh, no, I like nuts. Yeah, yeah, so do I. Salted or dry roasted? Oh, always uh, dry roasted. I like a bit of crust on my nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we all? Oh dear. I think I've met me match. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, you are perfect for this podcast because your your mother's Indian. Yes. And your dad's Mauritian. Correct. And you were born in Streatham. Indeed. So- no, I was born in South London Hospital in Ballum. But I grew up in Streatham. Oh, you need to change that on your Wikipedia page. Yeah, don't trust Wikipedia. No. Do you know they said my dad was Lionel Blair? I thought that was fact. <laughs> it works for me, Alan. Yeah. You believe what you fake news is <laughs> fake news. <laughs> What's your check-in etiquette when you go to an airport? Do you go and get books? Is it a podcast when you're on your flight? I'm you books. I'm books. I always take a load of books. Yeah. I tried the Kindle thing. Because it's good for packing, but it's not the same. I it's like... another charger that you forget to pack. I know. And also, I like seeing how far I've got in a book. Yes, yes, yes. Do you yes. know what I mean? I like the satisfaction of just turning them over or having a, a bookmark in and saying, oh, yeah, I'm just about that far through. Yeah. and All that. So books. Um, I don't want to but... come across as a psychopath, but I'd like to break the spine of them. 
<sighs> you know what I mean? You get some people like who treat them like an, an heirloom or something like that. It depends. Sna- a paperback you have to snap, oh, of course, snap the spine. Of but hardbacks, you never see them because they've always got the cover. Oh, right. Oh, I see. So it was I can't neat. afford the hardbacks, love. <laughs> <laughs> You're travelling executive class, so you can pack as many as you like. I suppose, and it is my airline. <laughs> exactly. as many books as Do I want. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Just have a whole section for your library. You could have a library on the plane. Where is the library? Oh, well. Was behind that curtain there. It was Lovely. like a play. I love having you on board now. It's like we've got a play. <laughs> and then, so what kind of books? Because listen, obviously you deal with the news all the time. So can you relax? Do you, do you relax, or are you like still a bit? Un- can you unwind on holiday? Alan, look at me. I've got a glass of fears. I've got yeah. some crusty nuts coming my way. <laughs> I've laid back, as you've told me to. I'm perfectly relaxed. And you're looking very cute in your dungarees. They're new. Do you like them? I really like them. Shall I tell you a story about these dungarees? So I decided I was going to buy some dungarees. I haven't worn dungarees probably since I was about six, right? (laughs) And I thought, I'm regressing, so I'm going to embrace that. Mm. And I bought two pairs, two two sets of dungarees. Are they pairs? I don't know. Two two, two dungarees. And I bought these, which I love. Pride of dungarees, I think they're called. Pride, pride of dungarees. (laughs) Well, the second in the pride of dungarees were um, short, right? These are indigo, full length, rolled up, pretty cute. And the second were pale denim, and they were short dungarees. Mm. Right? They were quite cool. And I put them on, and I, if I, I'm very, usually really confident about what I buy and what I wear. I know mm. what suits me, I think. I'd like to think. And I thought, mm, I'm not quite sure about these. So I went over to my husband, James, and said, what do you think? And he'd just come out of the shower, and he looked at me. He bent over double. I won't even imitate the, <laughs> the, the sound he made. And he went, oh, my God, you look like Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> <laughs> They went straight back in the bag and were returned. <laughs> so I'm hoping I'm not channeling a children's character today. No, no, no. There's no Humpty Maybe Dumpty a children's girl. presenter, but that's maybe fine. Rod Jane and Freddie, maybe, but that's better. It's than, fine. It's yeah, fine. Humpty I can cope Dumpty. with this, but I'm glad you appreciate it. Oh, I love it. Love it. Now, because like when, when you go abroad, can you relax and stuff? Because I imagine you're on a sun lounger and then you hear in the next village, like, a dam's broken. It's going to wash away the village. And you're like, wait a minute, get me microphone. I've got to go. Hello, this is Naga, live on BBC. Can you relax? I do. I'm very relaxed generally. I'm relaxed. Really? Yeah, I'm relaxed when I'm doing my programme. Programmes. I'm very relaxed. Mm. But um, I will say I do take my earpiece with me whenever I travel. Just in case. Ah, you're never off duty. No, I'm interested. I'm always hilariously funny when I go on holiday. I just can't stop. It's just now you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Shut it, Humpty Dumpty. (laughs) He's going to push me off the wall. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know that Humpty Dumpty has had a big fall. He had a big fall. Someone pushed him off the wall. What kind of a traveller are you? Very relaxed. You were asking about check-in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't... I don't believe in getting anywhere too early. Okay. I don't like the whole hanging around no. thing. Um, but organised enough, yeah. I don't like running. I've only ever once nearly missed a plane. 
Oh, okay. And that was very stressful. So, and that involved being kind of transferred on the buggy, you know, with the siren and oh, the flashing no. lights and everything like and that. Everyone scowls at you as you come on. Of course they like, do. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. been waiting for you, have we? <laughs> um, but no, I'm usually quite organised, but quite relaxed. I like to have a glass of something when of I get course. to the airport yes, because yes. time doesn't exist when you're flying, I know, obviously. Yeah. Um, and um, very relaxed. I'm not a sun lounger person. Really, I don't do that. So one of the most this sounds awful. One of the most boring holidays I had mm-hmm. was my honeymoon. Now, no, and oh. not for the reasons you may think, okay? The honeymoon side <laughs> was fine. Yes. It was all good. Mm, good. What I'm happened glad to is, hear it. Oh, I went to Mauritius. Okay. And I'd only been to Mauritius from when I was a little, little, little girl. Well, yeah. actually, when I was about, yeah, about 12 or something. And I'd, um, I'd had been and met on my dad's family. It was mm. great. And so decided that I would show James Mauritius my side, one of the sides of my family, my heritage. And we went, and it's obviously paradise. It's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful, yeah. So we went there, and we stayed in a gorgeous hotel. And the second day, because I don't do beach holidays, I am a restless soul, I think oh, it's fair to say. So I've I need seen to be your active. Instagram. There's one photo of you holding up a bike in front of the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, that was the London to Paris bike ride. I oh, did. I didn't. I thought you were vandalising it. I did that too. I'm going to throw it in the sand. I'm now banned from the Tour de Fell. <laughs> And you don't even want to know what I did to Notre Dame. <laughs> um, so I like to be active. So mm. went on holiday and there's nothing to do in Mauritius other than I've, sit around. I've been there. There isn't it's beautiful. beautiful, but yeah. But not much. So I thought, oh, I'll learn to water ski. Learn to water ski. And I am a real cold fish, so I hate mm. the cold. Got into the water in Mauritius. Now it is a beautiful sea. It's mm. in the Indian Ocean. Ooh, it's yes. warm. Not for me, it wasn't. Oh. So I get into the water on the second day and I picked up water skiing brilliantly, loved it. Thought getting a bit of exercise, a bit of exhilaration, some adrenaline going, perfect. Got into the sea, hung onto the pontoon and there were barnacles on the post underneath. Uh. Didn't realise, slashed my leg. Oh no. Decided not to tell anyone. Did my water ski round for about 15, 20 minutes. Came off blood gushing from my leg. Had to have, like, little mini stitches in it. Couldn't shower the leg for the rest of the honeymoon. Couldn't do any more water sports, so literally had to sit on a beach or go to the tea plantation or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I was a bit bored. Oh, no. And read a lot. And you know what I'm thinking? This is me because I have a real shark fear. Blood in the water. Shark thinking, mmm, tasty meal. I think we're all right in Mauritius. How do you know there's no sharks there? Well, a shark didn't get me, so there wasn't a shark there. But you sort of... I mean, there might have been sharks. Yeah, there weren't. <laughs> <laughs> you are a cool customer, <laughs> aren't you? Yeah, I don't think we should ever go on holidays together because I think I'll probably do your head The thing in. is, no, you wouldn't. Because, <laughs> no, Alan, I'm... you'd be perfect because what would happen is I'd get into the scrapes and yep. I'd have the blood gushing... Mm. I'd see the blood gushing, do my water sports and say, Alan, you jump in just yeah. before I jumped out. So if there were sharks there, got you. <laughs> they'd be I'd full be up right. eating me, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I once did a, a backstroke once in Corfu and I went into a ball of seaweed and I thought it was a shark's mouth. That's how my imagination works. <laughs> my friend Melissa still laughs about it. He screamed me, get me out of here. It was a ball of seaweed. Anyway... Now, you love golf. I do. Why? Because. Because. <laughs> I don't get it. 
Listen, okay. I turn up at the links, is it called? Well, there are links courses. Yeah. yeah. I've got me Mo V neck, I've got me pink check slacks, mm-hmm. I've got me cap, I've got me loafers. I change into the golf gear. What are we doing? I thought you were in the golf gear. I'm just already. a joke, Nagger. I told you you weren't funny. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? So, Techno, well, what's enjoyable about it? Well, it's all about you, for a start. Okay. So, it is, it is time to just spend working on a skill that's all yours. You can't blame anyone no. for a bad shot unless they're talking on your backswing. Mm. And the answer to that is, is my golf interrupting your conversation? Oh, you would say that to people. I said it just the other week. Really? Yes, I don't like people talking when I'm playing golf. Not when I'm taking my shot. It is sociable. You can play with absolutely anyone yeah, because yeah. of the handicap system. So yeah. they can be loads better than you or loads worse than you. And can and I ask what your handicap is? 6.8. Is that good? It's okay. Okay, it's okay. okay. It's okay. Um, and you're outside for oh. as long as you want. And you're just thinking and you're in the elements and you just think about your golf. Oh, okay. It's, it's really good for kind of... And you have conversations with people that... So say I play golf with my husband. Mm. How often do you come home and say you're with your partner mm. and you whack the telly on and you might chat for like 10, 15 minutes yeah. and then the telly's on. Yeah. If you're out on the golf course for four hours, you may not talk all the time, oh, but so- you spend quality time together and you have the opportunity for conversations to breathe and lead to places that perhaps you wouldn't give time to if you're at home in front of the telly. So probably more mental health than anything. It's good for the mental health. Absolutely. Really, really good for it. Really good. And people, I know that, you know, my husband plays in a, in a group of guys and that's a time often when guys talk that, about things that they wouldn't necessarily talk oh, if they were just sitting over a drink. normally. I'm at that age now where we talk about prostates. Never used to be. We Like, you're going out on a Saturday. Oh, what's the state of your prostate? Are you fine? I'm fine, but I went to have it checked with my doctor who had been badgering me to get my prostate checked and then he went, mm, I'm, going to, I'm going on holiday to the Maldives, can it wait? Well, that, that says good things about your prostate. I suppose so, but I would have liked, you know, he's been telling me to do it all the time. You did get it done eventually. Yes, honestly, you could eat your dinner off it, clean as a whistle. I don't even know if that's the right thing, but yeah, all good. Sorry, my imagination was going mad then. <laughs> You see, if I was if we were on the <laughs> golf course, I'd be talking to my friends about this. There you go. What's your favourite golf course? Come on, do you go all over the world to different golf courses? I have been. I've been very lucky. I've been. Mm. I have been uh, around the world and played golf. Um, favourite golf course? Scotland. I always Glen go Eagles. to Scotland. Glen Eagles is fantastic. Mm. It is fantastic. I would say my just at this moment in time, and it changes a lot. Mm. I would say it's got to be a links course, so you're on the coast. Oh, is so that what links means? Yeah, oh, I it's see. traditionally it's on the coast, and traditionally it was just left wild, so the sheep would be grazing the fairways and creating the fairways, and they'd be. I didn't yeah, know that. That it's they're beautiful. Nice. Um, somewhere like Castle Stewart um, in Inverness is stunning. Um, Robporth Call in Wales is absolutely gorgeous. There's some beautiful courses in Suffolk, mm. just anywhere on the coast where you can just feel like you're away. If I got into golf, I would probably like it by the seaside as well. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, my God. Say you bump into Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Okay. Um, Now, we had a revelation on here with Judge Rinder when he said he went on holiday with Susanna Reid. They went to Ibiza clubbing. Can you imagine how much fun that would be? Oh, Rob and Susanna. Yeah. (laughs) 
I know. Well, I couldn't believe it. Have you ever gone away with a celebrity? Do you know, I did do one trip to Bermuda where there was um, Nick Knowles, Dennis Waterman, um, Michael Windsor, who's the hand of Basil Brush. Oh, boom, boom. Um, And um, there were a few others. (laughs) And that was a really interesting trip. It was a golf trip. That was really interesting, seeing how people got on with each other. Um, there was Steve Koppel, um, ex-Crystal Palace. And, oh, it was a very, very funny trip. But I don't really have many celeb friends. Really? Well, don't feel sorry for me. We're all human. <laughs> we all poop and fart. Do you it know, don't, don't have to be famous on telly to be, have a good time. Do you know what? You don't need that many. Because if you have loads of celebrity friends, it looks a bit eggy as well, as I was saying to Joan Collins just the other day. <laughs> um, <laughs> would you have a holiday with, with Dan Walker? Why not? Why not? Do you sometimes ask Carol what the weather's going to be like if you're going on holiday just yes. to get the inside gust? You know, I did that to Matt Taylor the other day because I was going sailing. So, you know, we can't go away anywhere. No, I know. I booked to go to Jersey, where I'd never been before. And I was going to go for five days. And at, at the time I was going to go... Um, Manchester was on Jersey's Amber List. Mm. So if you worked in Manchester or lived in Manchester, mm. which I do for breakfast, of course. you would have to isolate for five mm. days. So we were only going for five days, mm. so I couldn't go. So I ended up booking this sailing trip. Yeah. I saw Matt Taylor. He was doing his weather forecast, and it was like two days before I was about mm. to go, 85-mile-per-hour winds in the Isle oh, of Wight. Oh, no. So I sent Matt... You a- might have been blown into... A country that was on the red list. I could have been, couldn't I? <laughs> so I look there, I'm presenting with Charlie, and he's looking at me just grinning because he'd seen the. <laughs> he's like poking, looking at me, look at the. And I messaged Matt saying, Is it really going to be that gusty and that windy? And he was, and I said, I'm going sailing. He said, And Matt's simple message to me was, We will all miss you. Kiss. <gasps> <laughs> God knows where you would have ended up with the wind. It was fine, though. Yeah. It was fine. It was yeah. an adventure. Well, yeah, you like an adventure, don't do. you? Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This episode is brought to you by The Weather Channel. It's suggested that brands avoid using sound effects in podcast ads. And remember to speak in a chill tone. Well, here's a suggestion for everyday life. Tap into the Weather Channel app. It's loaded with insights that help you manage your allergies, breathe easy, and... Use your outside voice! What in the weather are you waiting for? Be a force of nature with the Weather Channel app. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! I mean, when I say we're dealing with the news all the time and everything, you know, I, I only get my news from Heat and Women's Own, so I have, like, a very, um, you know, quite narrow view of the world. Did you know we're in the middle of a pandemic? What? Yes. No. Yes. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I thought it was my breath. That's why people were wearing masks. Well, I didn't want to say, but I am really glad I'm a good three seats away from you, Alan. <laughs> If you look out of your windows to the left, you'll see the south coast of England. And if you look to the right, you'll see Naga Manchetti being blown towards Ibiza. Have you ever fallen foul to maybe having a delicacy? Any 
tummy trouble or anything? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> I don't know the ins and outs. I was just. It was what, more. What? It was more outs. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Was it something? Did you feel funny as soon as you had it? It's happened a lot. Oh really? Yeah, oh. because I'm not. I'm not shy at trying new things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, sometimes it's often. Often it's the hotels. You stay in great hotels. You're better off with some of the street food than yes. you are because that's all hot, cooked straight there. And you see it. In Nothing front stored. Of you, yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, there's a little tip. I did have them scorpion when I was in China once, and that was fine. It's just crispy. Don't look so shocked. It's just crispy. I wouldn't (laughs) eat it again. Oh, scorpion. Were you worried about that biting your tongue or nipping your tongue? It had been deep fried, Alan. (laughs) I think its days of nipping were over. (laughs) It's deep fried on a stick. (laughs) Oh, that poor scorpion. What did you make of China? Did you like China? I loved China. Do you know what? We get, I mean, we, get, we do get a bad impression of China, but everyone who's been there says the people are so lovely, the food's great, everyone's welcoming. Did you find that really nice? I it? had a mixed bag, I must say. I yeah. think um, you have very, very different experiences. Don't queue in China unless you're prepared to really stand your ground. I'd say that. Oh, really? Well, we Brit- British love to queue, oh, we don't, love we? A queue and don't we? we? And we like an organised queue. Yeah. Not necessarily what you get in China no, all no. the time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, really friendly and really keen to, like, show you all the different dishes. Because I don't – I would never choose to have a Chinese takeaway or a Chinese meal here. Okay. But there I really enjoyed the food. Really enjoyed it because I just tried lots of different things yeah. that wouldn't be on traditional menus. It's like Indian food here. Yeah. You know, my mum's South Indian. My dad's Mauritian. Mm. And the food we eat is very, very different to what you typically get in yeah. um, takeaways here. Like, I ne- would never yeah, really yeah. order an Indian takeaway here because the food I grew up with was so different. Is it all fish curries? There's a lot of fish, but it's Kerala, vegetarian. I yeah. went to Kerala there and it, oh, yeah. the best. I still dream about this fish curry I had. And Goa. Goa's Goa, got great, yes, great fish yes, curries. Yes. Yeah, but vegetarian. Mainly vegetarian. My mum was brought up as a vegan. Really? Yeah. So she, when she came to this country, she had to learn to cook eggs meat fish and so she we always grew up on mainly vegetarian food with a bit of meat yeah. and my mum was never great at cooking meat we used yeah. to call her fried chicken bullet chicken because we used to think it could kill you <laughs> could throw it at someone and do serious damage yeah. she will kill me for that <laughs> where do you go for a bit of sexy time with your husband where's your most romantic destination is it Paris? Is it Rome? Anywhere with soft furnishings. DFS. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I, at least I'm discreet enough to pick a corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah people can't really see what's going on. <laughs> Have you ever had a holiday romance? This is obviously a safe space, obviously, before your husband. But, you know, when you were younger, did, was you one that fell in love with a waiter or, you know, the boy on the beach? No, like... I didn't. But I do remember being in Rome with my... Um, university flatmates and two of us we went to Italy we lived with an Italian girl this is when I was in Leeds University and we all went away in the summer and I do remember two of us then went to Rome we'd gone to Venice and then two of us went to Rome and we saw these lovely army guys on the train um, with these lovely berets and I still have pictures of us in their berets (laughs) (laughs) oh how lovely I love I love Italians now, is this true that you make cocktails? 
So oh, is that, this is, is Wikipedia. This... So I was a cocktail barmaid when I was a student in Leeds. All right, love it. The way it said on Wikipedia was like oh, you're yeah. going to come round here throwing that shaker and like yeah. cutting no, up some lines. No, I could and... flare. I could flare. Is that what it's called? A flare? Yeah, you flare when you're throwing up the bottles. Oh, I could okay. do that, but you need to have rubber mats. Can, can we let's clear the... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a rubber mat is good in all aspects of life. It is. Mm. It, yes, yes, mm. yes. Especially when you were mm-hmm. funny, mm-hmm. on holiday with street food. Mm-hmm. No, the hotel food. <laughs> um, so let's just have a Wikipedia clear out. Okay. Are you a classic jazz trumpeter? Uh, well, I'm a, I used to play the jazz trumpet. Okay, well, that's right. But you're not some um, cocktail guru. No, I can make a good cocktail, but and I was at one point able to do loads the whole of cocktails. lot. But yeah, yeah, they made out that you'll be like, yeah, no. flaring to quote you, and then you know, that was when I was stick 20. an umbrella in my cup of tea or no, something. That was when I was twenty, twenty-six oh, okay. years ago. Oh, okay, okay. What was your favourite cocktail? Oh, I used to like. I used to love making a brain hemorrhage because they look fantastic. Oh, okay. So good, they're good um, that. that's like peach snaps, and then you float Bailey's on top, and it's in a little oh. shot glass, <laughs> and then you drop, <laughs> and then you drop grenadine in, so it looks like there's a little bleeding brain floating in your drink. So I used to love the look of those B fifty twos. Kahlua, um, Baileys, and a little bit of, oh, it's like triple sec or something on top. And so they, they look great. But if now I were to have, I was introduced, see, you've got me on to booze now. I can talk forever. Um, in Manchester, I was introduced to the Porn Star Martini. Oh, now, yeah. they're fantastic. Who doesn't like a shot of Prosecco beside any, any drink, of course? Mm. Now, I would probably have... I don't like in Porn Star Martinis, I don't like, what's that thing they put in the top? Um, half a passion fruit. Yeah, and I'm like, it keeps sort of getting in the way of the alcohol, and I keep well, having you to pick, like. You pick it out and you scoop it out and then you put it to the side. Oh, I keep mine in. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like when you have a cup of tea and leave the tea bag in. Yeah, it's like, exactly like. I it. couldn't get to the alcohol. It was like, this is perfect for people no, trying no, no. to like be sober. A good porn star martini comes with a teaspoon and a shot of Prosecco. Oh, no, I've had it where it comes with a Prosecco. What about espresso martinis? Love an espresso martini. Yeah. I don't know. Dangerous actually... though. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, if you're out on a cocktail night, what do you expect? Mm. I don't actually really like sweet drinks. Oh. So I dirty would... Dirty martini? Dirty martini. Mm, dirty martini, yeah. And yeah. that, that you know, gin martini. Oh, okay. Yeah, Controversial. A, yeah, I'm not a vodka martini girl. I'm a gin martini girl. So sometimes after some golfing, you get to the 19th hole and you say, can I have two brain hemorrhages and a porn star martini? And the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. We will be serving hot beverages, tea, coffee, soft drinks and brain hemorrhages. Have you ever been anywhere that's on your travels? Maybe sometimes we work where there's been a bit of an atmosphere and energy there that you've really loved. I remember going to Caen um, oh, yeah. in France and sur le mer to talk to veterans um, about the D-Day landings. It was the 75th um, anniversary commemoration of the D-Day landings and it's very rare these days that news gets to go out on location Mm. uh, budgets and you know etc etc and I was very fortunate to be sent to so we took the breakfast sofa out and I met some brilliant veterans um, and I'd like to think that I'm not someone who gets emotionally affected by stories because my job is to facilitate the story Mm. nothing else I'm not the story I facilitate it I help someone tell a really interesting tale and 
when you're sitting there, when you're sitting on this sofa on a beach waiting for this amazing um, commemoration and this, um, it was a, there was a ceremony and then there was a monument that was being constructed, which has just been completed, actually. Um, but you just, you hear the stories of how young men and women were basically being thrown to their deaths in the sea. And you see them reliving that. As you, and whenever you tell something you've experienced, you see it visually. You yeah. can't help it. And you see those images in their eyes and you, you see the fear and the emotion. And can you imagine being like 16, 17 years old and not knowing if you're going to live, be alive in the next yeah, hour? Yeah. And just the noise and the fear and the smoke and the smells that you'll never forget. That for me, and just, and it was so tranquil. Mm. The sun was out, you know, when we yeah. were filming this, but it took you back to a time that you couldn't imagine. Yeah. That's something that has never left me and I, shouldn't. No, no. And I remember watching that and then uh, didn't the man say, you know, called him a hero? He said, I'm not a hero. I'm lucky. All the heroes mm. are dead. And mm. it was like real, oh, yeah. real choke. Yeah, it yeah. was. And I did choke. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we are human and grateful. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's funny, though, you know, you said but places that have a vibe and an energy. I remember going to Antigua and, you know, Devil's Bridge, where um, the slaves, when they'd had enough, would just go there and jump and commit suicide into the uh, into the waters. And it's like, um, you know, it's it looks like paradise, but there is something there. You feel chills and it's something mm. and you like, you know. It's funny how a place can retain some of that energy that negative energy and it just uh, felt something I don't feel easy here no and there are so many places like that I think um but it's a privilege isn't it how lucky are we to go and experience and hear that history because it's the only way Yeah, yeah the only way to kind of get a feel and see how it shapes a country When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, does does Naga complain? Yes. Oh, good. I'm glad that because we get a lot of people on it. Oh, no, no, I'm happy. I'm happy having um, skid marks on the hotel sheets. <laughs> no, no, no. No, but I mean, what, what, what's your biggest complaint? Oh, tra- Travel-wise, I don't like to talk about, like, queuing in shops. I mean, I want proper... Are you talking plane or hotel or...? It can be anything, love. I'll, I'll start it up because I'm not throwing you under the bus. I hate a smoky room where it says no smoking and there's smoke in there. Yep, with you. I would. I have I have, and will um, always ask for them to be changed, the room Good to be changed. Good for you. Always. Um, and I, I do stand my ground. I always do it very politely. Oh, yeah. I absolutely... I don't think there's anything wrong with complaining if you do it politely and respectfully and in dungarees 
Well, that will just say it. I'd get, I'd be upgraded, obviously, in these dungarees, wouldn't I? Oh, of course you would. <laughs> um, cleanliness can't bet. You, you know, yeah. you get put in some hotels when you're working. You get put in some hotels where you don't want to put your feet on the carpet and things like no, that. No. Can't bear things like that. Dirt. Yeah, I am a bit yeah, of a clean freak. Yeah. I do take, you know, cleaning wipes and things like that when I yeah, go. Yeah. Um, and bad food. There's nothing worse than bad no, food. No, no, nothing. So, and I will send. Yeah. Because I think the hotels, that's the one thing. That is your one job. Yes. Give me a room that is nice and clean. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know, yeah. if I haven't got a sea view, it doesn't really matter. Nope. But if it's minging, then the Absolutely. No, I'm with you. And I just think if you are going to complain, complain nicely. Also, equally though, if service is good, say it. Yes. But the world we're in at the moment, people are so ready to complain. Mm. But if something's good... Say it. Let people know they're doing something really well and you appreciate it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, On a flight, what kind of a traveller are you on the flight? Now, listen, this is a good test. Say it's only 45 minutes an hour. Will you still put your seat back? I... Because, you know, there are people who do that and you're like, come on, love, you ain't going to have a kit. Well, this is where you're wrong. Oh, no. You're one of those people. As soon as the engines go on, I'm asleep. The only thing that will then wake me up is the drinks trolley. (laughs) And then I sleep until landing. (laughs) (laughs) And then I sleep. I sleep. I'm one of those really annoying people. Do you put the seat back? Um, If I'm sitting in economy, no, not for a short flight. No. Um, Because I can't stand that. No. I mean, if I'm lucky enough. I have done. Yeah. I have done. Sleep is very important, Alan. All right. I get up at stupid o'clock a lot. I suppose so, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. when you can get it, I mean, that's, that's a rule in life anyway, really, when you can get it. <laughs> get <take> it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, we're going to finish now, so... um, um now You're we're bored just... of me already. No, no, This only... was, like, the shortest flight ever. Uh, well, I mean, listen, we just... But that's how long we go for, isn't it? It's always, like, 30, oh, 35 gosh, minutes. bring new yeah. meaning to the word short haul. Oh, it is <laughs> Well, I've got, I've got two more questions. What's been your biggest letdown? Is it doesn't have to be a country or anything. Is there any place you've been that's like a bit, well, we don't want to name and shame, but any, or you've been quite lucky? No, I'm always lucky to go somewhere new. Where would I, well, Mauritius, yeah. which sounds awful. Yeah. Sounds so ungrateful. But you had a gammy leg. That's not Mauritius's fault. No, it's not. It's absolutely <laughs> not. So I was my biggest letdown. Yeah. There. How's Barnacles. that? How's that? Um, biggest letdown. Uh, probably somewhere, and I can't think of somewhere now where I was stuck in a hotel room or and there was nothing to do. No. Probably something like that. Okay. What's on your holiday bucket list? Where haven't you been that you're just gagging to go once this madness is over and we all finally get put on the green list? Oh, Iceland. Yes. I desperate go to there. see the Northern Lights. Desperate to go to Iceland. Yeah. Um, where else would I like to go? I do like going somewhere hot. Uh, oh, I've got so many. You know, I do this thing where every couple of years I go away for a month. All right. Mm, so I try to see. So my last. Didn't you go to Japan? Yeah, it was amazing. Amazing. Oh. That's one of the best places on earth. Yeah. Best places on earth. Great people. And that the food's great as well. Amazing. Isn't it? Mm. Most expensive meal I ever had was in Japan. I'm not going to say how much it cost, but it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But it was stunning. Scorpion? Absolutely. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Did get ridiculous at one point, though. The trouble one... with that scorpion thing, I know people are going to go there and go, you know, like we have with chips. 
double crop, double cooked chips, triple cooked. Triple, triple cooked. Yeah, it's going to be triple cooked scorpion, isn't it? People are going to try and outdo each other. This poor scorpion is going to be dipped in again, isn't but it? But the, it's there. It's street food in yeah. China. It's quite. It's not considered that unusual. It's just like a little snack, like picking up a lollipop or something. Mexico's like that with... Um, Never been. Oh, that's you'd love it there. They come round with the old um, crickets. You just eat them. You eat oh, them yeah, like, I've like, eaten you, a like cricket. Dry roasted nuts, eat mm. them like that in the bar, just yeah. the crickets. I've eaten crickets. Yeah. <laughs> when you're coming round to dinner. <laughs> and him assures your insect platter. <laughs> with the latest trendy grubs. <laughs> You should go on um, I'm a Celebrity. You'd be like, yum, this is all delicious. I really wouldn't. No, not alive. I'm not going to eat anything alive. No, okay. No. Jellyfish. Been... I really liked jellyfish when I ate jellyfish in oh, China. what's wrong with you? Do I Why look would like... you eat a jellyfish? Do you know what? I was an oldie. Someone said, oh, this is when I had the bad shits. Urchins, sea urchins. They're just not meant to be eaten. Oh, come on. You can say that about anything. Jelly. It's how they're cooked. <sighs> Jellyfish was gorgeous. Shredded. Beautiful. Does it taste like jelly? Yeah, a little bit. Oh. Yeah, really lovely. Can you imagine if it tastes like Percy Pig? Do you I eat think... sushi? Yeah, I love sushi. Oh, so you're not far off. Okay. Are you? Really? Okay, next time I'll go to Yo Sushi, I'll ask for the... Uh... <laughs> I don't think jellyfish is on the Yo Sushi <laughs> menu. a jellyfish going round on that <laughs> conveyor belt, flaying around with its little tentacles. <laughs> Okay, and you're a hundred years old, you're in a rocking chair doing your knitting. Where in the world do you want to be sitting there looking out at ideal location? Somewhere I've never been, but I think I'd like to be somewhere like the Outer Hebrides. And I'd like to look out at a dramatic sea and have some beautiful views and a wild sky. Oh. That's lovely. Mm. As long as I'm warm. Yeah, have you been to the Outer Hebrides? No, I, I, know, it, I know it's cold. I, <laughs> I went it, up I there on cold. my tour last year. Or um, a mountain in Japan or yeah. New Zealand or Chile. Oh, Chile's on my yeah. bucket list. Chile's now. amazing. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Bolivia, now there's a place. There's a place. It is, you can barely breathe because of altitude sickness. Yes. Um, but um, you go to the salt plains. Unbelievable. Mm. Just see white for for miles, nothing. Because look at this book here, Conquistadors. Mm-hmm. I want to do that because they've got all the. I was is it Aztec or Incas? I was getting mixed up. Incas, Incas, the way they went up there, and that the spine of Chile. I'd love to do that. Peru, that was a little bit disappointing. Really, Machu yeah. Picchu. Yeah, a little bit disappointing. Oh. A bit too touristy. You asked if it was somewhere that. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, listen, you can't have everything, love. No, and I'm grateful. I'm not complaining. No, good, good, good. This is your captain speaking. We are on our final approach to our destination. Cabin crew, get ready for landing. Cabin crew, get ready for landing. Right, we're just about to land, so we've got time now for... The quick fire round, okay? Yes, please. Mojito or mint tea? Mojito. Nudist or not on your Nelly? Nudist. Oh my God, Naga! I'm very lucky that I do spend a lot of time <laughs> naked. <laughs> I'm so prudish. Tell Hammer- me all about your prostate. You're not that prudish. <laughs> 
Honestly, well, I've people got ima- want to hear about I've my got, prostate. I've got images of having to eat off your prostate. <laughs> Promise Jellyfish, scorpion. Well, it'll taste gourmet. better than a bloody scorpion. I'll tell you that for nothing. Well, I'm let, very proud of my prostate. Um, let me not volunteer to find out if it does, eh? <laughs> Hammock or honeymoon sweet? Hammock. A la carte or street food, but we know the answer. Street food. Street food all the way. Tip them or fuck them, which means that, you know when you've had good service yeah. all week... And then I am glad you're explaining this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we won't mention one guest. <laughs> when, fuck, I haven't really explained it yet. It's like you know when you're a good service all week, mm-hmm. and then there are some people who don't tip them because they go, "I'm not tipping them because I'll never see them again." They're the worst kind of people. That's disgusting. Yeah, I think it is. I always tip. Do you tip? Yes. Thank you. But I also I- will not tip if the service is not good, and I will explain why I'm not tipping. Good for you. <laughs> I am very awkward to go on holiday with. Oh dear. Yeah. I bet when you were your gammy leg in Mauritius, I bet you were a nightmare, weren't you? Of course Would not. You... I was sweetness and light. <laughs> she gives me a steely glare. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Naga. Thank you, Alan. It's been delightful. Oh, thank you. Can I just say, you need to um, brush up the library a bit. It's a little bit dusty. Okay, thank I'll you. get Please don't complain. <laughs> also, also, Alan, I do think I should have had a second glass of fizz. You weren't very attentive in that way. Okay, well, why don't you go on TripAdvisor and put it there? Because they might give a shit. Already done, <laughs> darling. <laughs> I know that's like, because there's no Wi-Fi on this plane. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! It's like been like a play. I've loved it. <laughs> Next week, we'll be doing Macbeth. <laughs> hubble, hubble, toilet, trouble. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Alan. Thank you for flying Alan Air. Thank you to the lovely Naga. Uh, please subscribe to my podcast, Life's a Beach, if you love it. And please, unlike Naga, give it a good rating. I don't know that bad shit. Hello, Alan Davis here, inviting you to join me by listening to a new podcast, Seven Pillars. Each episode, I'll be talking to a famous guest to discuss seven significant cultural influences, inspirations or experiences. Seven things that help shape them, that they loved or that they return to again and again and hold a special place in their life. From films and music, books, food, places and memories, the podcast are seven questions that will spark stories for the guests and give the listener an insight into the minds and passions of some of the most interesting comedians, actors, writers, philosophers and raconteurs around. Starting with comedian Romish Ranganathan in episode one, which is out now. And in the coming weeks, we have Hollywood actor Walton Goggins, comedy legend Joe Brand, author and intellectual heavyweight Jay Perini and many more. You can find the show by searching Seven Pillars on all podcast platforms.